Toronto Vegetarian Podcast. This is your weekly discussion of all things vegan and vegetarian in Toronto. My name is Swetha and I'm joined by Steve. We come to you every week from the offices of the TVA and heard on CJRU 1280 AM The Scope, Ryerson's campus and community station. If you don't know, the TVA's mission is to inspire people to choose a healthier, greener, and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based eating. On today's show, we are talking about the Buy Good, Feel Good Expo. Looking to buy something unique and does not cost a fortune? Want to know where it came from and who made it? Visit Canada's largest show celebrating businesses that are truly changing the world. Shop your favorite fair trade, organic, and sustainable brands from over 60 countries all in one place with free admission. This year it is April 12th to 14th at the Enercare Centre at the CNE Grounds. TVA is partnering with Buy Good Feel Good Expo. Rafiq Riad is the founder of the Buy Good Feel Good Expo. He has studied and worked globally on policy design and project implementation in the field of international development. In 2011, he founded SALT, a fair trade social enterprise that worked with communities in Africa and Latin America. He founded Buy Good Feel Good in 2014. Today, Buy Good Feel Good is North America's largest marketplace dedicated to connecting social enterprises with buyers and consumers. Hello, Rafiq. Hello. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. As I was reading that, it occurred to me that is that just pronounced SALT, the organization that you founded, or is it (laughs) S-A-L-T? It is SALT, but uh, people do S-A-L-T as well, which is fine. Okay. Um, So uh, tell us about the the festival. So the Buy Good Feel Good Expo is the biggest event that we uh, put on every year. Uh, It's a marketplace for businesses that are fair trade, social enterprises, Uh, vegetarian, vegan, there is really uh, an economy out there that we're trying to support and and we're trying to raise awareness about uh, what is out there in terms of options. Like I remember a few years back, if you ask someone about fair trade, it would always be coffee. And then Mm -hmm. it took a little bit of time and there'd be coffee and chocolate. Uh, But now there are fair trade coffee, chocolate, bananas, uh, apparel, home decor, uh, gifts, all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, so it's a marketplace for businesses. Our tagline is businesses that change the world and we believe that uh, business uh, in, in fact can change the world and we're trying to showcase who does that and how they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the buy good feel good. I'm just trying to get at that word good. So you've kind of defined what that means. How many of those checkboxes does a business need to check off to, to make it there? <laughs> It, it is, it's, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, so some businesses do get in very easily because they are part of uh, an organization that we believe in their values and we partner with. Mm-hmm. So if you are a uh, fair trade international certified uh, business, then you're automatically in. If you're a fair trade federation, world fair trade organization, if you're a B Corp, we uh, really believe in the values of these organizations, so that's an easy thing for us. When, it's, when, when you don't have that affiliation or that certification, this is when it becomes a little bit difficult, defining what is good and, and defining uh, 
whether you're good enough to be uh, part of this marketplace. Uh, basically, what we look for is uh, organizations with a really strong, apparent uh, social and environmental mission. Um, so sometimes we get applications and people say, we do this and we do this, and that's why we were created in the first place. And then you go on their website and social media and you go six months back and there is no mention of what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so for us, that's not, um, that's not a company that has um, in its DNA to do good to uh, society and planet. Okay, so you're actually going out of your way and researching all these. Oh yeah, these. yes, okay. yes, and and uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Probably it's a good thing uh, in terms of uh, it's, it's a good thing for the visitors that come. They they know that the companies are vetted. Maybe it's not that good in terms of business, but we uh, we deny uh, admission to the expo to more exhibitors than we accept every single year. Huh. Um, so if, if you come to our office one day, we have an Excel sheet and there is accepted and then there is denied. Uh, and that denied list just keeps on growing. But it gives us an amazing opportunity. I personally do uh, a phone, I wouldn't call it interview, but I, I do have a phone uh, discussion with every single exhibitor that submits an application. And I think, uh, and it has happened over the years that someone has applied, we had the conversation, they now understand what we're about, and I feel like they got inspired about the expo and what the other exhibitors are doing. And then a couple of years later, they reapply, and you see that they really have changed something. So ones that are rejected rather than accepted, are that's not forever. That's, that's not good. forever. That's no, good. that's okay. not forever. Good. Okay, so it's a, yeah, I hear you, that's good. Yeah, and, and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really like to use the word rejected or denied. These are really yeah. harsh words. Uh, we're trying to... Uh, to offer our visitors uh, a curated event, sure. uh, we giving them the promise that every business in there has um, has social and environmental good at the core of what they do, and we try and do our best, to the best of our abilities and resources, to uh, to stay true to that promise. Mm -hmm. That's a it's a nice environment to go into. I, I kind of feel like with the with the vegetarian festival that we hold, you go in. And if you're vegetarian, you're vegan, you just relax. You can just eat whatever you want, you know? Um, yeah, you, there is no pressure. There is no stress. Like, you don't yeah. need to vet things yourself. Someone yeah. has done the vetting on your yes. behalf. Yes, so uh, thank occasionally, you. <laughs> occasionally something happens that... Uh, yes, occasionally. Uh, some, occasionally. Somebody points out to some of, our, uh, some of our people that there's a dairy product in one of the yeah. ingredients or something like that. And and, 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 and that would always happen. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. will always happen. Sure. Like, um, we are uh, small organizations with limited resources, and, and I'm including you guys with yeah. us, but uh, you're way older than uh, than we are. Uh, and we're allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. And, and, and But we do this to the best of our ability, and, and, uh, and hopefully... Um, most of the products and services that are offered at our events uh, are true to what we're promising people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, about the um, the expo. So there's the expo which you have in April, and then there's actually just the organization by Good Feel Good. What's the the difference between the two, or what do you do the rest of the year? So um, a lot of the year is uh, is dedicated to organizing the expo, but the expo is our biggest uh, activity. Uh, we started our uh, uh, Buy Good, Feel Good uh, podcast. It's called BGFG Talks. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's another way 
to fulfill our mission of shedding the light on social enterprises and, and trying to really inspire both consumers and buyers and, and entrepreneurs and, and showcasing what is out there. Uh, we have also started a BGFG events by Good Feel Good Events and it's uh, an event planning company that works with companies uh, and organizations to make events more sustainable, more socially responsible, uh, and, and more uh, um, more environmental friendly. Okay, so that's uh, that's good. I find uh, a lot of times I go to events and you know they have coffee and they have tea and it's like I just I want to consume this, but it's not. You know, it's not fair trade. The sugar isn't fair trade. Um, so it's nice to know that there's a company that you can kind of direct people to the next time you create an event. Exactly. Go, go, get and, the and, and I find, like, we've been doing this for the past few months. It's, uh, it's, a new, uh, it's a new venture of ours. But people, when they know they don't want to serve their clients or their staff coffee that is made by child labor. Mm -hmm. uh, they do not want to give their employees or their guests or in their awards and galas, uh, they don't want to give them gifts and products that have modern slavery all over it. Uh, so once they know, other than the, uh, most of the people that we work with genuinely want to make sure that they, they're not taking part in that economy, mm -hmm. but it's a reputational risk as well. You don't want to um, you don't want to be in the news one day saying this is what you serve at your uh, cafeteria or this is the gifts that these are the gifts that you've uh, given your employees or, or your uh, award people. Um, I, uh, I'm very happy to say that most of the bakeries in Toronto do follow you know fair trade chocolate, fair trade sugar. I remember I was going um, a group of friends and I were going bakery hopping so just okay. going to different bakeries <laughs> in the city. That's and, nice. uh, and so I was like, oh shoot, I'm not gonna be able to eat a lot of these things because you know it's not fair trade but I went to you know we started at Tories in the East End okay. and we asked like yes, it's fair trade and then uh, bloomers, bunners again no, you only trade. went to the vegan bake shops. Yes, we only went to vegan bake shops. Okay, yes, yes. I, I think that needs to be uh, said. Yes, sorry. <laughs> no, vegan bakery hopping. Yeah. Um, so Bloomers, Butters, Apocalypse Now, they're all fair trade. And I find it so bizarre they don't even advertise it, you know? Like, it's not, they're yeah. doing this good thing, but it's almost like they just, they need to do it because otherwise, you know, it's it's not good to not do good things. <laughs> but and, 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 um, and this is why we're partnering with the, with the TVA. Uh, we feel that our values as an organization uh, are completely aligned with the TVA mm -hmm. and the values of our uh, businesses and visitors really align well with everyone that the TVA deals with. Uh, we find exactly what you were talking about. A lot of vegan products use fair trade products. Uh, mm -hmm. the, it's a set of values that you sometimes can't pick and choose. Once, once you have that awareness of how you can do uh, things differently and how you can make products that are better for people and, and better to the planet, uh, people just go ahead and do it. And then, like you said, not a lot of people advertise it because that's what we do. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so what is the, you mentioned that uh, the TVA you're partnered with and then you also partner with Fair Trade International, so what does that partnership mean? So. Um, we are on a big, big mission. We want to change the way people consume mm -hmm. uh, in Canada and in the world. Uh, I'll stick with Canada and try to be a little bit uh, realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, and we cannot do this alone. So uh, we looked around and there are uh, 
a lot of organizations out there that are trying to foster and promote this new economy that is just and, and ethical. Um, and we cannot do it alone. We're too small to do it on our own. Um, so with Fair Trade Canada and TVA, we partner as well with the Fair Trade Federation in the U.S., uh, with the World Fair Trade Organization, with B Corp, with the organic organizations. Uh, the idea is let's put our resources together uh, in terms of our outreach, in terms of our um, contacts, uh, connections, and, and support each other's uh, ventures. Mm -hmm. um, with Fair Trade Canada, for example, um, we try as much as possible to promote Fair Trade products, Fair Trade licensees. They promote the expo for us. Um, they help us spread the word to uh, potential exhibitors, to potential consumers. And, and recently we started working with retail buyers. Uh, we feel that if fair trade products and, and, and socially responsible products are not in the stores where people buy, then yeah. the movement's not going to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we do a lot of outreach now to gift stores, to grocery stores, to apparel and textile stores, saying come and, and, and meet these buyers and hopefully when you need to buy anything for your store, you would uh, consider these uh, organizations. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about fair trade, I feel like, quite a bit. Um, there are some companies that are fair trade. So I'm going to use the example of Camino. Their, their chocolate, their sugar is fair trade. And then you have um, Made Good, which is not fair trade, but uh, from the research that I've done there, they're still uh, they're ethically sourcing. So how is important is that to you to have you know someone that's certified versus someone that's not certified? Or is it just the, the work that they're doing is the, the most important? Um. So certification is not part of the requirements to, to be part of the expo. Mm -hmm. uh, as, I, as I mentioned, it's easier if you are, because yeah. that does not take a lot of uh, work from our side. Uh, but we look at what the business is out there to do and, and what is the value that is uh, being offered uh, to consumers. Uh, with Made Good, um, they're vegan, they're, their products, uh, the ingredients that they use are ethically sourced, they're not <laughs> certified, uh, but we did some research and, and we're satisfied with their sourcing um, uh, policies. Uh, but there are other types of businesses that would be at the expo that are not fair trade and because they're not trading at all. Mm -hmm. um, we have, for example, a, uh, a print shop. Uh, yeah. Eva's Print Shop. I don't know if you know them or not. No, I do don't not. Tell us okay. something about them. <laughs> uh, so Eva's Print Shop is a print shop in downtown Toronto, and it's a social enterprise. And they work with at-risk youth and homeless youth in Toronto oh. in the print shop. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a not-for-profit. Um, oh. It's not... It's a non-for-profit non, non print shop. Yes. Okay. That's it's a not-for-profit okay. print shop uh, okay. that supports homeless youth. Oh, okay. uh, really, really cool, uh, really, really cool business, and uh, they're coming to tell people, well, for your next printing needs, everyone prints, even though yeah. we've gone very digital, but still, yeah. we all need business yeah. cards, as, especially as businesses as well, business cards, and we sometimes do flyers and posters and banners and all that. Consider using a social enterprise. I, I also know, I've noticed in past years, uh, you usually had a credit union there. Yes. For a, for a while, you went with one, and then you switched to another. The, that is correct. Uh, the credit unions uh, all cooperate with each other to a certain degree. So yes. 
So it's part of the same network. And and yeah. and uh, Van City uh, oh, yeah. Credit Union is is one of our sponsors this year. They were our sponsors oh, yeah. as oh, well yeah. last oh, year. Yeah. Uh, we had Alterna a couple of years ago. Yes, I know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're you absolutely Meridian, I think, one year, too, if I remember right, but I might be wrong. No, no, no I don't yeah, think we okay. had them yet. Okay, I thought you had uh, okay. But basically but what we're trying to showcase exactly what you said, see if that, from everything that a consumer could use, as much as we try, mm -hmm. uh, as much as we can, pardon me, uh, the, for your financial services needs... These are the people that align with your values and with our values. Yeah. In terms of... Um, products that you can, food products that you consume in terms of apparel, in terms of experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a couple of years ago uh, a, um, a travel company, um, they were called the New World Community, I think they've just rebranded, uh, I'm not sure what they rebranded to, uh, but I can get back to you on that. Uh, where if you want to travel and include some uh, some volunteer work in your travel, they organize that for you. They do find the project, they vet the project, they make sure mm -hmm. that uh, you're not just going there as a tourist to take pictures with um, struggling communities. You're actually yeah. uh, you get a little bit of a training beforehand, so you know how um, to behave in a way that is uh, respectful of the community that you're in, and and. Uh, and you get some meaningful work done uh, mm. as well. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, they are, and and, and tourism for me is, is a big is a big passion. I think, and uh, as the way I see it, I think we can really end poverty in the world through responsible tourism. Mm -hmm. uh, you find that most of the places that we go to as tourists are communities that are in need of help. Mm -hmm. uh, other poorer countries, and and uh, we've just haven't yet found this. Uh, this equation that would make tourism really work for the poor. I feel like I've learned things about credit unions because of this, and man, this, this travel thing that you're talking about. I need to stop ignoring the vendors that are not food. I need yes. to look at the other right. vendors and learn things. Um, okay, so uh, what do you see as the the future for this? Because this year you're you're a lot bigger, right? Do you do you plan to just keep expanding? Um, do you plan to open up more sort of uh, businesses like the 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 um, events business that you were talking about? Uh, you're absolutely right. This year is. Um is and is a very special year for us as well. So we're expanding on on every level. Uh, we've just got a confirmation from an amazing keynote speaker that would uh, uh, give the keynote speech on Friday, April twelfth. Her name is uh, Nasreen Sheikh. Uh, she's a former child slave, child laborer from Nepal, uh, who escaped a factory that she, sweatshop. I wouldn't call it the factory. She escaped the sweatshop that she was working at at the age of nine lived on the street for a couple of years and then a kind stranger, I think this is how she refers to him, uh, brought her in, gave her the education that she needed and now she uh, she has started a social enterprise in Kathmandu in Nepal and, and she's working with a lot of uh, women uh, on fair trade principles. Mm -hmm. uh, she's an international uh, speaker on gender justice and child labor and uh, modern slavery so we're extremely excited to have her. Uh, at the opening reception. Uh, I think the Expo in Toronto has still a lot of room to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, we are considering a US version of the Expo. Uh, we're not sure when or where or how that would actually work or not, uh, but I think our uh, neighbors need 
some help at the moment with uh, uh, some awareness about... Not in other parts of Canada yet, either. No, no, no I think uh, it is... I think the pool of exhibitors that we work with is, is not big enough to do a couple of uh, Canada events. Um, so we're focusing, we're waiting to reach a certain uh, milestone in terms of number of exhibitors in attendance, and, and then we'll look at um, another Canadian location as well. Yes. Um, so tell us about uh, some of the vegan businesses that will be there. We already talked about some of them. Um, you can complete that list. Yeah, sure. So uh, it's not going to be a comprehensive list, so I'll um, maybe just uh, mention a couple. Um, so we've talked about Camino, mm -hmm. vegan fair trade, chocolate, sugar, um, in, in an amazing, amazing business. Uh, and I would encourage everyone to go and check them out because their business model itself is, is phenomenal. Mm. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but they're partly owned by uh, the cocoa farmers and the cooperatives. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's just a fantastic uh, success story for that business model. Yes. Um, I use the, the Buy Good, Feel Good Expo as a time to get, just stock up on sugar <laughs> because they'll give you deals yeah, <laughs> that they, are better than the list <laughs> If do. you buy enough, if you buy enough. Yeah, yeah they do, they do. <laughs> Um, we have uh, Wuxley, uh, mm -hmm. a vegan uh, outerwear. Yes. Um, I don't think I'm wearing my Wuxley mm -hmm. jacket today, but uh, they do. They do have amazing um, winter jackets and, and mm -hmm. jackets and outerwear in general. And and even though I maybe April is not the best time for you to think about uh, an extra layer on top yeah. of what you would wearing, but it's a great way to engage with that company and. Mm -hmm. Uh, see what they're offering, make sure that when the time comes and you need a jacket, now you know where you can go and get one. Yeah, yeah they were also set up at our winter market, so yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. So we're quite familiar with them. Yeah. Fantastic. So anyone who went to the Veg Fest would, yeah. uh, would know them. Um, we talked about Made Good, uh, mm. they have uh, snacks. Um, there is East End Vegan, they do almond cheese. Uh, Almond vegan cheese. Mm. They're a new one. I haven't, I haven't heard I haven't of them. them yeah. yeah, I think they're relatively new in the market. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And as uh, I, th I think you pointed out uh, before we started recording this, that not a lot of people do almond cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that yeah. I think is a great. Uh, so if you have a cashew allergy and you still want to eat nut cheeses, <laughs> you can eat this one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, tell us about the admission. Do we have to pay to get in? Do we get it free? No, admission is uh, completely free, so there is no excuse if you want to support or um, get to learn a little bit more about social enterprises and fair trade businesses. If you go on our website, uh, www.buygoodfeelgood.com, uh, you go under visitors, you'll find get your tickets. It says get your ticket, but it's a free ticket. Uh, all you have to do is uh, complete a small registration form on Eventbrite. And if you show up at the door without having done that... You can do it you on your phone. Right, you get registered yeah. right there. Yeah, right? you yes. can do it on your phone or uh, yeah. uh, on an iPad right there. Um, okay. Sounds great. Okay, so the, uh, the Buy Good, Feel Good Expo is April 12th to 14th. Thank you so much for joining us, Rafiq. Um, and... Uh, Go to the show. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope uh, I hope we'll see a lot of your listeners at the show. Yes. Thank you. I'd like to tell the listeners about an event that I went to yesterday. So one of the things that's going on in the city is the Toronto Sketch Fest, which 
like no one knows about unless they're involved in that community. Anyway, so um, there's a, a guy, his name is Adam Conover, and he has this show called Adam Ruins Everything. He tells you facts about things that you probably are don't really want to know, and that's his whole shtick. Um, and uh, so yeah, so he ruins everything. So he had a show, which I thought was very interesting, but um, he had like an after show after that, like he had one that was sort of a, a hidden show at like 11.30 or something, and he, he started on a topic that I thought was very interesting. So he is not vegan, he's not vegetarian, he's nothing like that. Um, he's just a, a guy that knows things. And he was talking about how people don't like good people, because they make people feel self-conscious. So, like, we as humans don't like good people because they make us feel, like, bad about <laughs> our actions. And he said, what is the one group, the one group that everyone loves to, like, pick on and hate on? Okay, what is that one group? And so I turned to the person that's sitting next to me who was also vegan, and was like, vegans? Vegans? But we didn't say it. And then he's like, vegans! And the whole audience is like, yes, yes, that is totally true, you know? Um, and he talks about... Uh, the, this idea that, uh, um, or the jokes that people make on, on vegans. There's that one joke where, how do you know someone's vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you, you know? <laughs> and his point was that, no, they won't tell you because vegans know that everyone hates them, so they're going to hide it as much as they possibly can. Um, so how do you know if someone's vegan? They're the person at the wedding that's standing at the side eating nothing and just sitting there quietly. <laughs> and uh, if you go up to them and you're like, how come you're not eating anything? The person will tell you, well, the, the, the options were, were, were chicken and fish and, and, and I just, I didn't want an inconvenience. And so I just, I'm just going to eat this bread. Don't tell anyone, okay? And I totally, I totally relate with that. I totally relate with that. But the annoying thing is that I, I don't know about you, Steve, but I bought into that argument about vegans will tell you like vegans are loud and obnoxious and whatnot. But I know a lot of vegans and I don't, I don't personally find that's true, but that's the story that we're told. And that's, I don't know, do you, did you buy into that? Like the story that he no, told. No, I don't. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I think I maybe use a different tone of voice, but I quite readily announce that I'm vegan wherever I go, uh, and I think I do it in a friendly way, and uh, I don't get that reaction. I, I, I think if you do it with your backup, people sense mm -hmm. that, and maybe that's what they're reacting to. Um. But maybe it isn't just the word vegan, but that attitude coming out at the same time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and I don't think I'm unique that way. I think there are a number of vegans who are just more soft-spoken about it, and uh, it goes over well. So. I will I will eventually <laughs> reveal that I'm vegan, but only after you get to know me and yeah, after you okay. you see me as someone else other than yeah. oh that vegan. The reason I do actually is because it encourages some questions sometimes. If if it doesn't get somebody's back up, uh, it opens a door to conversation that you might uh, you usually won't turn someone else into a vegan, but you will maybe start them on that journey you'll uh, they'll cut out one or two things and then next time they talk to somebody else they'll cut out something else and before you know it they'll say oh this is a good idea it's, uh, I'm feeling better about it mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm always into building community and trying to spread the word and, uh, I am I wish I I wish I could be more like you I'm I'm still that vegan that's like yeah I don't I don't want to inconvenience anyone and um I I don't want to ask if the food's vegan because if they say no then the then everyone's just gonna think that vegans have nothing to eat so you know what I'm just I'm just not gonna say anything I, that's, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, the vegan I, that I am. Uh, 
I think this starts way back when I first became vegetarian with the way I dealt with my family, and uh, and then they were resistant at first, mm-hmm. to uh, and then they started accommodating me, uh, and I always wind up having to ask questions. I'm, my parents are long gone at this point, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, when they were around, it was uh, always an issue when I visited them. But uh, I made it an issue because I wanted them to be more aware of what I was about. Yeah, but. Uh I think I so my thing is more about like strangers. Yeah. Um, so we do have to to wrap up this podcast. Uh, I do want to mention that the the person that I'm talking about, the comedian, he had a, a an episode about dog breeds, and I think that that was, episode was really interesting. So I'm going to put a link to that um, in our post, and then uh, Steve will tell you about our veg spring market. Yeah. Save the date. The second veg spring market will be on May fifth at Witchwood Barnes. Witchwood Barnes is at uh, Christine St. Clair. And the applications are open for vendors at foodfest.com under more veg spring market. You've been listening to Veg Out, the Toronto vegetarian podcast and radio show heard on CJRU 1280 AM The Scope. Remember, you can listen to past episodes of Veg Out on our app, The Veg Guide. You can email feedback to tva at veg.ca, and you can find more information about what we do at veg.ca. Until next time, veg veg out. out.